I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. Thank you for that. That's brilliant. Look, it was obviously you control the fire. Like, did the fire brigade have to be called, Mary? Did that else happen? Did the room go on fire or was it just the blinds? Because they'd go fairly handy. I know, and I was like, that would spread quick, wouldn't it? Yeah. You'd want to be on that. To the bed, to the... What would you do, though? If you do... Everyone's meant to have a fire extinguisher at their house, but I wouldn't know how to use it. I don't have a fire extinguisher in my house. Do you not? No. I do. I have one in the kitchen, but do I don't you? know how to use it. Point and press. So if the thing was going on fire, I would just leave. Yeah. I'd be like, see you later. Bye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just throw it out. Going, all right, bye, bye, yeah, bye, 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 bye. Okay. Arbs, 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 nearly setting the place on fire. My God. This is what worries me about a man deciding, no, I'm doing it myself. I'm doing these jobs myself. And do why you know don't why? we get the professional to do it, Arbs? Do you know why? Because you have to stop undermining the, the man and just telling him he's not good enough to do it. Well, That's why does, the doesn't thing. the man just realise he's not good enough to do this job? He's not qualified, which is the key word here, qualified to do this job. Because so there's, there's, ways, the there's a ways of coming at this instead of going, you're a useless fool. Arbs. He'll never be able to do it because he's just doing it out of spite and resentment. Go, no, screw you, I'll do it. Arbs should have called on an electrician to fix this problem Listen, who is qualified. No, Arbs, you should have done what you needed to do. This is what Arbs has sent us in this evening. Decided to replace, I'm going to presume the, 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 the hub, hub. Yeah. Right? Does, instead of the hub. Because <laughs> if this happened with like the internet hub, go home, Arbs. But this is what he said. <laughs> Decided to replace the hub by myself with very limited tools while checking tutorials on YouTube. Yes. You do that all the time. Fix all your shower, do whatever. Like, it doesn't work like that. It does. It's like, I want to build an extension in the back garden. Yeah, Grant, let's just Google this. YouTube, job done. Uh, so while checking tutorials on YouTube, I was told the next day it has to be done by an electrician. And I was made to bring one in to declare it safe before use. See, he negotiated. He was but, like, fine, fine, we'll bring him in, sign off my good work, and then, ha. But then what did Arb say? Thank God, as I had left exposed wires and almost certainly would have set the kitchen on fire. <laughs> yeah, the exposed fires, if there was ever gas right out there, just... Oh. Exposed wires are very dangerous. Listen, just make sure you find a good YouTube channel that has all these kind of safety checks in place. And, Pay you know. the money and get an electrician out. Uh, but listen, apart from that, Arabs, did you save a little bit of money overall doing it that way? I presume he did. He probably didn't. He probably had to end up fixing it himself. Like fixing it back to the way it was and then getting a professional in to, yeah. to do it. Um, this is a beautiful one. This is from, a long one. From Lisa. Lisa sent us in a nice essay here now. Thank you, Lisa. My mum came home and I had gone out and left the kettle on the hob. She came home to find the bottom half of the kettle was melted. 
and the top half was just floating in it. Oh, it was wow. melted goo. Miracle it didn't go on fire. My mum was not happy when I got home at all. Yeah. What? That is yeah. mad. There are some kettles, though, that are designed for going on the hob, yeah? Yeah. So when do you know when it's boiled? When it obviously whistles. Really? And the steam comes out. You know what? When it's boiled, it's boiling when it's boiled. But if you just leave it there... It will end up melting away. Thanks to Lisa's experiment, she'd be like, well, it just melts, melts. It's, uh, it must have been a couple of hours there, Lisa. Wow. Uh, also, when I was on holidays with my parents, I had a cigarette in the room but was afraid to throw it out the window in case they saw. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I threw it in the bin thinking I had stubbed it out, came back to the room 30 minutes later and the bin was on fire. Oh. Whoopsies. Oh, God. Oh, Lisa. Like I'm, I don't know how I didn't set my house on fire because as a kid I had this fascination with fire. Like I easily could have turned into an arsonist. And I used to always do this thing in bed. I'd sneak down and get the matches. And on a Saturday morning, I'd just get a match and I get the matchbox. And you'd ever try and like flick light them yeah. where you pin the match underneath your finger and it's on the strip and then you flick it and you're like, ah, oh, gas. Did that look onto my bed? Onto your bed? I know, yeah. And did it go on fire though? No, because you'd obviously stamp it out. But like two seconds away from. Stop. That's why you shouldn't have kids. Jesus Christ. Imagine this stuff. Um, <clears throat> I never did burn my house or came close, thank God, but my late mother, when the microwave ovens came out, she was late going out and her bra was still wet. <gasps> her bra was still wet. So, so she, she put it in the microwave <laughs> to dry it? It was a wire bra and the microwave exploded and set fire to the kitchen. <laughs> no... Way. She went out the next night and all the men sang Burn Your Bra. Burn Your Bra, Betty. Women's Lib. That's true. Harry. Harry. Wow. That's incredible. Do you know what? There are times that you think, quick fix. What can I do? Quick yeah. fix. I need something dry. Mm-hmm. What would work? So I can kind of see where you're coming from or where she was coming from at the time, especially if it was kind of the new thing. The microwave yeah. was new or whatever and it was... You wouldn't think. You wouldn't You wouldn't think at all. You're like, grand, yeah, happy really. days. Yeah. I'll try it in that. It's just heat. It's obviously heating food. It can yeah. heat, heat my top. Should be fine. Next time, put the bra on the toaster, maybe. Hairdryer. <laughs> yeah, hairdryer's best. Hairdryer. Yeah. Thanks for that, Harry. That's brilliant. Uh, when I was very young, I got a cable and plugged it in and got... And got the exposed wires at the other end and touched them to the end of a bulb to see if it would light up. <laughs> it done more than light up. That was a bit of an explosion. There was a bit of an explosion, a bright light which blinded me. Don't ask why I done it. I'm lucky to be alive. My God. John, I meant, like, it was just the cable you plugged in with obviously the exposed wires have been taken maybe from the back of a TV or something else and you were like, hmm. Let's what see. This does. Curiosity. Obviously, there's far too much voltage going into the bulb and kablamo. I do remember, though, remember um, tape players? Yeah. I used to try and stick my hand in. Because I used to think, oh, look, you push the tape in and it disappears, essentially. And, you know, it's on the screen. But I was only very young. So I was trying to get my hand to, you know, and obviously that's quite dangerous, I can imagine. Yeah. Getting your hand stuck in it. Yeah, I presume so. Thankfully, that wouldn't set the house on fire, though. No, probably electrocute you, though. Uh, yeah, probably would. Um, it did more than light up. Yeah, that's God. impressive. Yeah, that is impressive. I like that. 
Uh, I was well over 40 at the time. This comes in from our smoker, uh, Mary, who set the blinds on fire, smoking out the window. I was well over 40 at the time. My mother had to put the fire out. To make matters worse, I was always preaching about the dangers of smoking. No, Mary. Well, my other half put the fire out. So she, she, her, her mom still didn't know. Oh, sorry. Wow. God. Yeah, that is uh, funny. I think the cigarettes, that happens a lot with people. They think that they have stubbed it out and they haven't. Just and not things... off. And you're like, oh, the bin's on fire. Yeah. Look at that. Whoopsies. Uh, listen, if you've ever, if you've ever had a, um, if you've ever almost set the house on fire or done something like that, let us know. Oh, it's seven six seven nine. I forgot to tell you actually. Over dinner at the weekend, my brother's friend set their cousin's house on fire. So they were staying there for the weekend. Just staying there for the weekend while they were away. Yeah. Lit candles. The girl lit, lit candles, oh, went no. to bed, and the whole place went on fire. And she was apparently like, how am I meant to explain? As in like the whole house? The whole house went fire on fire. Fire brigade, flames. Everything. Yeah. She set their house on fire. Everything ruined. Like, what Seriously? do you do? Seriously, this happened. Wow. Yeah. That's an And it was just one. candles that she had just left burning around the place and they obviously caught fire. She wants to, this is why you don't have stupid romantic evenings. There's been some candles everywhere. This is why those over-expensive 80 euro candles are a waste of money. Do you know what? I love candles, but I am really bad at blowing them out as well. They're really easy to just forget about. And so dangerous. So dangerous. Matt, good evening. I stuck my finger into a travel kettle not realising it was on. I can still remember the shock to this day. Ooh. So hang on. A travel kettle is a small little one. Was there no water in it and you just grabbed the element at the bottom? That would have given you a shock, absolutely. A shock it? or a, a burn? A bit of both. How old were you, Matt? Yeah, how old were you? Let us know. 87 104. If you have any other good ones, do let us know. And we'll be chatting to a guy who also does one-star reviews only for uh, for Vice. That's on the way. Uh, music from Post Malone, Ed Sheeran, Little Mix. It's on the way next. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon in another recession. Yay! Woo! Woo! We are so good at doing life, aren't we? Congratulations, everyone. Um, oh, that's just... Personally, this is my second recession. Yeah, same. So, um, if you've, you know, if you've been through any more, maybe you can let us know. 87 How many uh, how many recessions have you been in? This one is the biggest quarterly reduction in economic activity ever. That's pretty bleak, really. No, no, it's great news. We're going to play the music and pretend that we're mm. not all going to have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Don't it's, worry about it. It's all good. Woo! All fine. It's all looking up, especially coming into winter. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. Oh, God, that's just so depressing, isn't it? So depressing. So, you know, if ever there was a reason to open the bloody pubs. I know. Just go in for a responsible drink. Just one. Support local businesses and let us open the poxy pubs. Please. <laughs> Please. Come. We're begging. Oh, this God. Um, Happy days. When will the house prices drop now? That's the only good thing, but I suppose... Will they, though? Gary, the flip side of that is the house prices will collapse and none, no one will have any money. Yeah, exactly. And they won't drop by much for ages. For some reason, they'll probably go up. I don't know how, but yeah. they'll probably go up. That seems to be the, uh, the way these things Reoccurring 2020 yeah. weird way of doing things. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like, oh, don't worry. The oh, house prices have actually tripled during the recession. How does that happen? Ah, I don't know. Doesn't make know. sense, but it's fine. Uh, yeah, listen, there is more stuff on that up at uh, fm104.ie. But um, if you have been in more than two recessions, and if this is your first recession... 
come on in, take a seat. Now, technically, Pull a chair up. you were born in a, another recession because there was a recession back in 1988. Yeah, but suppose I was two. I was just born. So I wasn't, I wasn't laid off when I was two. Oh, my I know, but you still going, went through it. I, you were still I, the product of that. Yeah. You were. Your parents suffered. They couldn't even afford clothes for you. You were wearing <laughs> your sister's hand-me-downs. Yeah, I, I was wearing a lot of hand-me-downs, mainly the cousin who lived across the road. See? I got his shoes, his LA gear. Do you remember them? Oh, yeah. They used to light up when you walked, but they were like one there size you too big. You'll grow into them. Yeah. Developed a lot of, as they say, a lot of character. Sure, a lot of character. You'd be grand. But maybe it is. So is that three? Well, is that technically, three, technically? You've been alive for three recessions. When was the the last recession before? This was ten years ago. So two thousand and nine, ten. I'd say nine. Yeah, it was the the pinnacle. Yeah, two thousand and eight, nine, ten. Really was was the recession, wasn't it? And now it's twenty twenty. And uh, so very sad. Or another one. Just wondering if it is your first recession. No, congratulations. Well done. Um, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, it's going to get a hell of a lot worse. <laughs> sure, look. <laughs> It'll be. I mean, there was no free money the last time. Which oh, was no, there different, wasn't. You know, yeah. which, which was, we learned something. You mm. know. But, 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 yeah, you mm. can... Uh, get we'll get, we'll get through it, don't be worried. Well, here we go. Lisa. Lisa from Sandyford, who was talking, almost burning houses down and being a bit of a disaster. Another another long message here. Let's Let's see what she says. I was on holidays with friends and I was in the shower. I took a bobbin out of my hair and it broke and flew off my hand. I couldn't find it anywhere, which I thought was strange. Later that night, I woke up to go to the toilet and I couldn't find the light switch, so I ended up flicking about five of them on. In what I can only describe as something out of a Final Destination movie, it turns out the bobbin landed in a heater above the door. I had turned it on and my friend woke up to the smell of burning and smoke in the middle of the night, luckily turning the heater off. We had to sand down top of the door in the morning and luckily didn't lose our deposit in the apartment. These stories are probably why I have serious OCD about fire and switches. That is wow. straight out of Final Destination. Oh my God, what are the chances of the bobbin landing on top of the door? This could have kind of s- similarly happened to me. It wasn't a bobbin though. I was having a bath in a hotel once and the light can be very bright in the bathroom. So I was like, Do you know what? Mood lighting wouldn't be, uh, wouldn't be going amiss right now. So I got some Sellotape and I sellotaped toilet paper to the light to keep the light dimmed. So it was a little bit more mood setting. <laughs> I didn't stand little, up to do a little this, diffuser, a little diffuser around the yeah, light. Yeah, but of course, I ended up having my bath and going to sleep. And then I woke up and one of them was like, it wasn't gone on fire, but it was like smoldering. Yeah, it was smoldering. Wow. It was going to. I didn't even think about it. So listen. Uh, Remind me to never invite you or Lisa over for anything. No. Ever. No, never. I will be the worst. <laughs> really, really bad. And it's so quick. A fire happens so quick that... Oh, yeah? You can't really be this oh, it's just, oblivious. That's insane, though. Like, snapping a, a bobbin accident. and just kind of firing into the... Yeah. Like, the chance of that happening. If you tried to do that, you couldn't. If yeah. money was on the line and they told you, get the bobbin on the top of the door... There's no way you'd be able to, or the heater. You'd never be able to do it. Yeah, Lisa, you didn't like cheat death years ago, did you? She did. No, but yeah, like maybe like, is it literally, is your life a Final Destination movie where maybe you were spared from a car accident or something, a dangerous incident and now death is coming back and trying to swipe at you and go, hey, listen, you owe us. Yeah, possibly, yeah. You owe us one. God, let us know. Oh, eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Thank you very much for that. Anyway, here's that little mix holiday to Room 104.
Evening, it's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Congratulations, you're part of another recession in this country. It's been officially announced this evening. I suppose we've known for quite a while that this is going to be the situation oh, that we're in. Of course we did, yeah. Uh, this time it's got free money for a little bit, uh, a little while longer though, but officially announced this evening. Great news, another recession. It is our third, we think. There was one back in the early 90s, late 80s. Yeah. And then there was 2009, 10, and now 2020. So it's good to see they're coming more frequently anyway. We can get used to them more. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. The next, just... the next one will be in five years' time and then it'll be every two years. Yeah. And I'll just be like, hey, you're getting, no, no, no. You, you thought you were you thought you were going places? And they were, no, they're you're staying right there and you can't even go out. Yeah. It's another lockdown, so <laughs> good luck to you. Go out, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> like, it's so ridiculous at this stage. I just can't even deal with life right now. <sighs> but we'll stick together. We'll all get there. Hashtag all in this together, all unless you golf in Clifton. But that's a topic for a different day. Mm. Anyway, 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 anyway. Want to talk about whether or not, or it, what thing in particular apparently makes you convinced you're more better looking than you actually are? Yeah, technically five times better looking. Which is an interesting measure, how you're able to say you, you think you're five times better looking than you, than you are. Like that's hugely enhanced. I wonder if this is something similar to hearing your own voice. You know the way you think you don't sound horrible yeah. and then you hear, you listen back and you're like, oh, mother of Christ, do I actually sound like that? And you're like, yeah, you do. Yeah, I actually totally agree with you on that one. Um, in particular, I remember a few years ago here in FM 104, we had to do a video where we had to sing for Christmas, right? It was a Mariah Carey all I want for Christmas. We had to. with that idea? I have no idea. But I, I got involved, obviously, yeah. you know, and I, I gave it, 100% and I wasn't trying to mess I was doing my best and I swear to God I was so shocked when I heard myself back Was that the one where you couldn't hear yourself anyway? Yeah That was the one where you were just singing blind nearly you couldn't hear But everyone else did grand and yeah. I thought I did grand and I really could not string a note together mm. really bad so if that happens to your voice surely it can happen to your looks as well some people might think they're they're slightly better looking. So what is the thing then that makes you think you're five times more attractive? Some people have said, is it is it beauty sleep? Uh, um, beauty sleep, I heard that obviously the myth was having beauty sleep or getting loads of sleep will make you look more beautiful. It's not the case, apparently. Well, you always know when... You can always tell when someone's sleep deprived, though. You know, you know that look. Their, their skin tone is a weird... Like a yellow. It, it's just like drained of any colour or anything. Yeah. Their eyes are falling out of their head. You know, like if you have new parents of newborn... True, actually. Yeah, they do that, walk around like a zombie, kind of. Yeah, and people who obviously have to get up early and do stupid hours and go, don't get any sleep, they look unwell. They do, actually, yeah. We look unwell, don't we? Yeah. Really, we do. Um, so in that regard, maybe beauty sleep. But I mean, if you get a bit of Botox and stuff, <laughs> you know what I mean? You probably wouldn't really notice. Yeah, you'd be sorted. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Um, it's not beauty sleep, though, no. No, this is this is actually really sad. And it's sad because we think this. Okay, so what is it? So the answer is looking in a mirror. So if you look in a mirror, you think that you are five times better looking than you actually are. <laughs> so when you're leaving the house and you're going, she's had a grand now. Like I've I've had a shower, I whatever, yeah. I put on my black t shirt. There you go, lovely black t shirt. Black t shirt, no. I look in the mirror in the hallway on the way out, I'm like, looking great. Yeah, there we go. And no, it's I'm in bits. Yeah, and then I see you and I'm like, Yeah, you're in bits and I internally know you're in bits and then you think you look great. <laughs> 
Any explanation as to why this happened? But they did a study on it and they had people rate how they looked. So they had people rate how this person... It's all done on attractiveness and visuals. So yeah. what they would have averaged out of 100. And then <laughs> that person, once they looked in a mirror thought they looked better and it was because they think sometimes mirrors make you look thinner right okay sometimes mirrors don't show up certain like blemishes right depending on the lighting and stuff well yeah it depends on where you're looking in a mirror I mean some mirrors you know those lights that the influencers have the ring lights the ring lights so they're just even though it's very bright on them it kind of blurs out the right okay the blemishes the blemishes yeah the ugliness yeah the ugliness but five times better looking it so, seems a bit extreme, doesn't it? Uh, it does. So if you were convinced that you weren't looking too bad and your self-confidence was heading in the right direction, just remember what Saoirse just told you, that if you look in the mirror and you think you're fine, you're actually only a fifth of the Do you know what you should do? There. Take a picture. Take a picture of yourself. Not oh. in not in the mirror, but just turn around take a picture of yourself take and then you'll see the selfie. real you. Oh, God. <laughs> then you're like, oh, God. Oh, camera phones are horrible. They're horrible. But it was more accurate. Maybe they're more accurate than a mirror because you're like, yeah, can't take they an objective view. You take a quick snap yourself and you're like, yeah. you know what, you're, you're right. I'm absolutely mank. Yeah. In bits. They are. Like, obviously, when we're taking a picture, we take the best lighting and in the best place. But if you're running out the door to go to work and you look in the mirror and you think you look grand. Yeah. You don't. You don't. This is what we're trying to tell you now. You look in absolute bits. Yeah. So if you're getting up for work in the morning and you look in the mirror and you think you're okay, and even if, if you're just thinking you're okay, you're, you're clearly way off the mark. You're way off the mark. You have to look, you have to be convinced that you're like a Greek goddess to only be perceived as being tolerable by other people that have to look at you. Like, this study obviously was a big study done. Had people rate you in terms of attractiveness? Yeah. And then you rated yourself five times <laughs> yeah. better than that. Oh, I mean, no. it's a bit awkward, isn't it? Imagine they broke it down to you and they were like, sit down, uh, you're actually... Yeah, your official title, title now is Minger. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely minger. rotten, you're offensive, never go outside ever again. The mask, actually, the mask would be a good thing for you. So maybe we should do away with mirrors. Yeah, it'd be a lot better for everyone's sake. I think but so. Then, but then the, yeah, I don't know, but then the pictures you have to look at yourself, you'd be even worse. You'd be like, oh, good God. Yeah, that's true. But listen, there you go. You, you, and we unfortunately think we're far better looking than we actually are. So add that to the list of things to be anxious and worry about when you're going out tomorrow morning. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 with Play Blue. Visit our flagship store in Tallar. Get free delivery at playblue.ie. On the way, we'll be chatting to a guy who did a documentary series for Vice only going to one-star businesses and trying them out, seeing whether or not they were actually horrifically terrible or were unfairly rated. So that'll be on the way shortly as well. Uh, we were chatting there about... Oh yeah, looking beautiful. Apparently, if you look in the mirror, you think you're five times, you rate yourself as being five times more attractive than what other people would do. Yeah. And uh, now we're all sad and depressed. I'm sorry, but, you know, maybe you should go into it thinking you're uglier than you are. And then you'll feel great when you realise, you know what? Yeah. You're not actually as in bits as you think. (laughs) Uh, maybe not. So, uh, as we know, the C word is, is doing everyone's heads in and uh, it's causing a lot of problems at the moment. But uh, the Pope has come out and said that there's something, a plague worse than COVID-19. Sorry, what? There's a, actually, that deserves a little bit of... Um, 
Why do you always fill me with dread? 2020, lads. The Pope has come out and said there's actually a worse plague than COVID-19 hanging around 2020. And uh, add this to the list of things to be terrified, panicked about, to not make you want to leave the gaff. What is it? Masks won't help this one either. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Is it is it to do with mass? Uh, no, apparently it's to do with gossiping. Oh. So lads, gossiping, according to the Pope, is a worse. He said, please, brothers and sisters, at a sermon in St. Peter's Square in the Vatican on Sunday, yesterday, please, brothers and sisters, let's make an effort not to gossip. Gossiping is a worse plague than COVID-19. Let's make a big effort. No gossiping. The devil is the great gossip. It's very addictive. Yeah, but what else are you meant to do, though, if you can't do anything? Especially now. People yeah. love to bitch and moan because they've nothing else to do. So there's nothing to talk about. You're trying to avoid talking about COVID. Yeah. So you're going to talk about, you know, the girl that was in your class in school and what she's doing in her life and that you bumped into her and yeah. she's, see what she's up to. Unrecognisable. Unrecognisable. She I, was so rude as well. <laughs> we should have a, a gossiping hour to take your mind off it. Yeah. Just come in. Let us know your gossip, lads. We, we don't even need to know names. Just let us know the gossip. Who's doing who? You know, who's leaving who, who's cheating on who, what yeah. bosses. You know, I heard gossip about a certain company that uh, isn't processing their invoices <gasps> so they can continue to get money off the government. No. Yeah, because they're like, I'm not making any money. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a good big gossip. Very bold. Very big gossip, though. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, what other gossip? Oh, my neighbours were getting work done and the builders went insane and there was nearly a punch match in the uh, front Why garden. Why did they go insane? I have no idea. Eastern European, so I couldn't make out the language barrier. And they're almost punching the head off each other. Very angry, very aggressive, very shouty, almost at the colour guards. Oh, I love that. Gossip scandal. Neighbourhood scandal. Yeah, I'd be out in the garden. Yeah. Just, you know, cutting Sorry, what's going on there now? Oh, that is, uh, yeah, gossip. Look, we all do it. Let's be honest, we all do it. We have to, you know, pass the time some way, shape or form. Yeah, we do. How are we going to do it? Bit of gossip. What's your gossip, lads? 0876797104. Any scandal, lads? Yeah, who, who, who's doing what in work? Who's not working? Like, my friend was telling me that she has to fire someone this week. 
Oh, lovely. She's dreading it because they've called in sick far too many days. And you're like, good luck, see you by now. She's like, it's my job to literally tell them to get lost. Yeah, you're like, sorry now, um, bye-bye. Yeah. Off you go. So I'm very invested in that because I want to know how he's going to react, what she's going to say. Yep. How she's going to go about it. She obviously works in HR. She does. So she's obviously given the first and second warnings. Too she many sick done. days. You yeah. haven't produced enough things. Yes. See, good luck, bye. Yeah. And he's apparently very adamant that he's doing what he's meant to be doing and he's not. So that's very awkward and that's very interesting. I should have a fun time with that now. Yeah. So that's a little bit of gossip yeah. from my group of friends. Yeah. So keep them coming in. Uh, let us know. Oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one four. Do you have any scandal? Uh, any gossip? Rumour is as well, gossip that the pubs may be set to reopen. The, the quote-unquote wet pubs that aren't serving any food. There's a load of publicans coming up to the Dáil Éireann government buildings tomorrow up from Tipperary to protest. Oh, just, right. Just random people. They're like, lads, what Pro- is that? Protest against the bars opening? No, clo- being closed. Oh, right, okay. Because uh, all the pubs are owned by tip men in Dublin. Yeah, And uh, their fellow folk are coming up from tip tomorrow saying, lads, why are we all closed? Yeah. Cop on. We can't survive. They're about to lay off a load of people, put people out of jobs. The local lads can't even gossip. They can't gossip, no. It's tragedy. Look, obviously, I, I, I don't want people on top of each other being very bold and rowdy and all the rest of it. But, you know, that doesn't mean that pubs can't open. Gyms are open. Gyms are open, yeah. Gyms are open. Yeah. You're sweating, you're heavy breathing, you're going from machine to machine, the steam room's open. Yeah. The steam room is open when there is a virus that primarily affects your lungs. It's bizarre. But the pubs can't open. And my gym... I, I can have a shower in my gym as well. Yeah. Change rooms open. In most gyms, they're not. Hairdressers, touching people's faces. Yeah. Hair. Massages, you can get a massage. And now that can't have a pint on his own at the counter. No. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. Uh, right. Set us in your gossip if you have any. We'll keep you completely anonymous, won't reveal anything. 87 A man who only rates one-star businesses and goes to one-star businesses to check them out is on the way. Uh, FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. We're going to be talking to a gentleman in just a moment who is doing something you probably never envisaged yourself doing. It's something completely, I suppose you'd, you'd call this, this is nearly like living in opposite land because if you've ever either been away or trying a new service or a new restaurant or a new hotel or any sort of new service, one of the things I think a lot of us do now is go straight to the online reviews and go, okay, I'm only going to one that's like a five star. Yeah. That's all I ever do and it's something that's really important and it does damage a lot of businesses because, you know, someone could just be having a bad day and then they give someone a one-star review or a two-star review and someone like me will go on to that and go, oh, well, you know, if that person didn't like the place, then it must be bad, even though they might have got 90% five-star, you know, that kind of way. Um, So it definitely affects where you would go, I would say. And, uh, you know, five and four-star Absolutely. Anything below that, I'd be sceptical. Yeah, you're like looking at a 4.2 and you're like, oh God, and then a 3, you're like, oh, mother of God. But would you ever spend the rest of your life or a good chunk of your time going to solely and exclusively businesses that have only ever gotten one star reviews? Because it it seems absolutely insane. But one gentleman for a series for Vice has done one star reviews and has gone in and, and so you don't have to, has put his health and his... Well, I suppose there's money on the line when it comes to trying out these various different businesses and these services and these products that have only ever gotten a one-star review. From Vice, to talk about his one-star review series, we're delighted to have Taji on the line. Taji, how are things? Pretty good. Thank you so much for having me. 
I'm very excited to be live on international radio right now. Thank you all for having me. The only radio station in Ireland. There's the only other oh, radio wow. station in the world, according to all right. no well, other radio station or audio <laughs> services. Or at least it's the only one that matters right now for me because exactly. I'm exactly somehow making it big time on your on the station. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, we obviously got you on because what you're doing is very interesting. So can you tell us a little bit about it? About the Series 1 star? Um, yes. You guys kind of did a great job of uh, summing up, you know, exactly what it is. But um, I could put it in my own words, which, um, you know, I visit these businesses that have rated quite low, you know, many one-star reviews that I sort through, you know, and I find, you know, I guess I almost said I find the best business, but I guess, you know, I find the alleged worst business, actually, now that I think about it. But, you know, the best business for the job, if you know what I'm talking about, if you know what I mean. But, um, the, but the potentially, you know, allegedly, according to these reviews, worst business, you know, according to the Internet. Why so, are you or one this? of them. So the reason um, is to kind of just, you know, put these reviews to the test in real life because, um, you know, a lot of times things can get lost in translation with the Internet, you know, in this digital world that we're living in, as you all probably see on a day-to-day basis. I mean, even if you're, like, text messaging your uh, family member, you know, and they take it the wrong way, who knows? You know, it's all over the place, right? It's the Wild West. The Internet is the Wild West. So I just put them to the test in real life because I'm kind of just also drawn to these kind of uh, either misrepresented or just um, misunderstood um, businesses. It's very interesting. And what have you found? Throughout the journey, um, aside from having a lot of fun and, you know, meeting a lot of amazing characters that I wouldn't even, you know, have expected to be so amazing based on these reviews, often I find that, you know, you can't necessarily judge a business by its reviews. Although, to be honest, you know, sometimes these reviews do prove true. But um, (laughs) for the most part, you know, a lot of the time it's some sort of, you know, slight miscommunication of some sort, you know, or some sort of, I don't know how to explain it, you know, when you're behind your computer and you're just angry. Sometimes people don't like to hop on the phone, you know, and voice their concerns, you know, to the actual business. They kind of want to just go on the Internet, you know, and make this whole, like, statement yeah, so, no, yeah. I think, Taji, you're 100 percent right when it comes to that we have lost the ability to sort out a complaint and confront a bad service in person and rather than give the opportunity to a business or a restaurant or a hotel to fix it there in the moment um, and they'd probably appreciate the feedback there and then and they can get it right we now go and just bitch behind a computer screen and at a keyboard and just try and ruin their lives but can you give them um, a list of what, what um one star businesses have you reviewed so far Um, I mean, I have done a ton, but let me just list, you know, a few. I mean, I started off with the tattoo. Not sure if you guys checked that one out, but that's actually a fun story because um, we decided, you know, that would be the best one. Me and Alistair, the the guy who produces the whole series, decided it'd be cool to start with the tattoo to launch the series because, you know, for the pilot episode, like, you know, we wanted to go all out. You know, we didn't want to just do, you know, I don't know, some really mellow thing. We wanted to, you know, try to get the thing off the ground. So we had to get some ink on that skin. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, it sounds kind of corny. But um, so you did the tattoo, which was a great experience. Um, I did a haircut, which randomly just 
somehow a lot of people on the internet decided to watch this haircut video. I guess it's like a thing on YouTube. So we got kind of, you know, I don't want to say lucky, but, you know, we got a lot of traction with that one. And uh, I've done, you know, as far as plastic surgery, Botox. What else? Spray tan. That's a fun one, you know, <laughs> kind of Jersey, Jersey Shore style spray tan. Um, actually in Jersey Shore or, or near the shore, at least. I mean, there's been, you know, the list goes on. And then I've done more abstract things, you know, that aren't like a cosmetic service, you know, such as like a dating coach, which was kind of an interesting experience. I don't know if you saw that one. And then I actually also applied the knowledge from the coach on a real date to really put it to the test. Um, that one maybe didn't go quite as well as some others. You know, they, as I mentioned earlier, you know, they can be a little hit or miss. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, every review online is false and that, you know, all these businesses are amazing, but, you know, we are giving them all, you know, not all, but as many as we can a second chance. Which one was the worst? The worst business. I mean, I don't want to, you know, like point fingers at one particular business, but let's just say, you know, a few of them, you know, have gotten a little bit, uh, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, you know, I give them a rating at the end, you know, which varies, you know, sometimes I, I think I've even gone as low as a one before, but in the majority, honestly, you know, we're usually, you know, four or five, like it ends up usually being a uplifting, happy, you know, ending to the story. But, you know, sometimes the reviews are true. So, you know, that's like not all the time, but, you know, a few of them, I guess the dating business, you know, was definitely kind of a, uh, I don't know how to describe it, you know, just kind of a, I'll just say interesting, you know, kind of bizarre experience with her. I, Outside from the dating one, I mean, I'm trying to think of some other that, you know, we've run into some like, you know, like butted heads at time a little bit. But for the most part, we still always connect, you know, and I, you know, we don't end up hating each other. But, you know, I do experience the service firsthand and you know unfiltered um if you've just tuned in it's taji from a vice series where he does uh reviews and only goes to businesses that have been rated one star and uh, you mentioned there about the one star dating coach I, i'd like to know two things that happens how do these businesses feel when you approach them saying you know we're doing this thing because you're a one star business and and two yeah, maybe talk a little bit more about the dating coach experience. How was that process? Like, how, how, what made a dating coach get one star? Because I'm like, oh, got to be in a bad way to want to go to a one star dating coach. Yeah. Well, to be honest, sometimes these things go either way when I end up bringing up the reviews with them, you know, when, you know, we go into it. Sometimes, you know, they might get a little bit, uh, I don't know how to, what's the word, uh, defensive maybe at times, you know, it just depends. Or, they will kind of, you know, actually see it as an opportunity to tell their side of the story and then they won't be as angry, you know. So it's kind of hit or miss when you mention the reviews. And things with the dating coach, she was actually willing to talk about the reviews. I mean, it's been so long since I did that one. She basically just matches people and just, I mean, a lot of just women in particular were not very happy with the experience working with her. And even, like, through interviewing her, we just, like, uncovered kind of some of her views. And, you know, they can be just a little bit skewed and controversial just when it comes to this whole dating scene, you know. I mean, I'm an advocate for everyone being kind of, like, treated and viewed as equal. There was just kind of, like, some mentions of uh, she just, you know, referred to women at times, you know, and was, like, very harsh to them, and you know, they didn't have a great experience from the reviews. It seemed all the reviews I read that were negative. Kind of like 
an Irish mother who'd be telling you, you're not wearing that, are you going out? Cover yourself up, the shame. Exactly, you know, and maybe just throughout her career, you know, you know, maybe at times been a little too, you know, harsh, I guess you could say. You know, I don't want to like, I'm not trying to, you know, bash her practice, but, you know, some of them were very like almost offensive, I would say, these stories that I read. Personally speaking, oh but you know, I'm you know I'm out there still experiencing the service for service firsthand. You know, I didn't go in with any sort of you know like preconceived notions of her. I kind of just let it all naturally unfold as naturally as possible. At least you know it was a little awkward. You will see at times. I was looking at one of the reviews for the barbers he went to, and a lady said that she'd brought her son in, and he came back with a, a shaved head. <laughs> Job done. Yes, exactly. Did that happen? So the barber was a fun one. I mean, I got a pretty wild haircut there. That ended up not even being a bad haircut. But the customer service at that barber was certainly uh, a little bit questionable at times, as you can see <laughs> in the video. So it's funny, yeah, like even some of these services, you know, might be amazing, but sometimes there's, you know, some... Uh, issues when it comes to you know delivering the service as you can as you've all seen in real life i'm sure (laughs) you have to be um one of the bravest people we have ever had on to go for one star tattoo work and one star kind of cosmetic procedures how did you fare (laughs) with the tattoo and like the botox and stuff oh my it's very kind of you if this was video you would see i'd be blushing but um, very kind of you to say. Thank you. In terms of the tattoo, you know, I have a couple tattoos. So it wasn't, you know, obviously it's a permanent thing. You don't want to ruin your, you know, arm or whatever where, where I got it. But, you know, it can be covered by a T-shirt. I ended up liking it in the end. So it's not like I did, you know, like a one-star face tattoo. Although you never know. Maybe down the road we could pull one of those off. Just kind of being comfortable with tattoos in general and just trying, you know, new things. Um, and then in terms of the Botox, that was a very scary one. I was like, almost like, I mean, this will be cool to experience, but like, you know, I haven't, I'm not even someone that's like extremely like pro Botox. I mean, not that you think I would be, I mean, I'm like 30 years old. Like, I mean, I still luckily somehow kind of look like a kid. So, you know, it's not like something I'm like all my life have wanted, (laughs) but I just, you know, was like, why not experience this? You know, it is a lot, it is something a lot of people do. And the reviews were just so utterly out of this world that I um, had to go check it out. So, you know, just going for it. And also, like, I I come from skateboarding, like, all my life. So, and now surfing, which is a lot of fun. So, you know, it's kind of, like, almost similar to that kind of feeling sometimes. You know, if you're going to jump down a set of stairs on a skateboard, which, for the record, I no longer do in my old older age, in my older Botox age. Kind of, you got to just go for it if it's something that you believe in and enjoy doing. So, you know, did, what, no matter did, how intense. Did it go wrong? Did you have, like, a swollen face or something? <laughs> Luckily, I mean, knock on wood, the Botox worked out just fine. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> I got lucky. I dodged a bullet on that one. No, but I mean, in general, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it worked out. I got, I guess I got lucky. But in general, too, this person wasn't necessarily known for, you know, awful work. It was kind of just more like just his style of practice is what caused some some uh, concerns in the reviews, I guess you could say, or complaints. So the job was done fine. Which is good. Hygiene and stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's just not necessarily. Yeah, I mean, there was just mention of yeah, like I mean, he's uh, they mentioned in the reviews he stored his 
Botox products in various gym bags, which <laughs> I think actually from what I remember, I mean, this was a very long time ago that I went there. I haven't seen the video in a while. I think I remember there were actually gym bags there. I, I think. <laughs> so, you know, it's kind of a wild spot. But luckily, he had the right stuff, I guess, in those gym bags, and he did an all right job. And my face is, uh, I mean, who knows? You know, maybe 10 years from now you can do a follow-up and we'll see. <laughs> but for now, it's, it's all right, luckily. You've gone to, obviously, a hell of a lot of places and one-star businesses from, obviously, the Botox to tattoos to barbers and everything else. What did you find was your most surprising best kind of one-star service that you encountered? Let me think. That's a, that's a really tough question. You mean, like, the best, like, outcome of the service or the best experience? Like, what... I suppose, what, what, which one did you, yeah, both, which one did you feel definitely didn't deserve to be a, a one-star review at all? Oh, I see what you mean. I mean, a lot of them, to be honest with you. So I'm trying to narrow it down to one. Um, I mean, I keep referencing the tattoo. I mean, you know, he had, like, had, you know, just kind of like, a, you know, he went through some things in the past, but, you know, he had clearly fully come around as a person. But yet he still had all of these reviews kind of almost still haunting his business. You know, I mean, I would say the tattoo artist, like he was a great guy. He did a good job. You know, I mean, he doesn't didn't deserve to be where he was at in the ratings, you know, just because of the past. Like, you know, everyone, I mean, it's life, right? Like you have to, you know, forgive and move on at some point with certain things. You can't hold a grudge all your life and just destroy someone's business because of one, you know, kind of like period of time in his life. So, I mean, I would mention him. I mean, a lot of them have been great practices. I mean, even getting the, I don't know how many gallons of water um, shot up my um, butt uh, was even like, you know, a properly done, a properly administered um, colonic is the term. I forgot the word for a second, colonic. So, yeah, I mean, ranging from the tattoo to the colonic all the way to uh, the strip club. I mean, you know, things have... uh, definitely been good in the end these many of these hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.